first giving honor to God, who is the head of my life. It is MJ Meraki, your host of Black Church Experience. And we're streaming to you on all of your streaming platforms from Spotify to Apple Podcasts and even on the Anchor app. So we're here once again for another installation of what has become a very wonderful experience and conversation between myself and you all at this point. And I think that I am uh, interested and ready to get into tonight's conversation to see where we at. So make sure you follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, um, so that you can stay abreast with the episodes as they come out. That's where we post to update and let you know when the episodes are coming. So if you were following us there, then you saw last week that we had a episode on Clubhouse. If you're not connected with us on Clubhouse, make sure you go ahead and find Black Church Experience on Clubhouse. It is connected to my um, Clubhouse, MJ Meraki. So if you find either, you'll find the other. So yeah, make sure you're connecting there. There's also a group on Facebook. I don't know if anyone has found it yet, but um, there's a page and a group connected on Facebook. So check that out also. Um, Yeah, I want to make sure that there is a space for active dialogue and communication and um, practical tools and ways to help um, shift the culture. And I really want to start building a resource. So, hey, follow for this reason. I really want to start building a resource of like emotional intelligence information and like videos and books um that people can read and start to have these types of maybe like emotional intelligence specialists within their church who help to teach classes and mediate circumstances with you know persons to be able to help change the culture and to teach everyone how to shift the perspective, rotate the perspective, to consider the other perspectives and the other factors when something's taking place. But anywho, we're going to get into all of that. That's part of the episode. So, but anywho, yeah, last week, the episode was on Clubhouse, and it was such a great experience. Had I known that that was going to be as amazing as it was, I would have done that much, much sooner. Um, being able to be on and actually have dialogue and expression. Um, I would like to do it again. So the next time we are on Clubhouse, please catch us and be a part of the conversation. That's the other thing. I really um, like would like for it to be more dialogue next time. So people come on, be ready to talk and be involved and amen and, you know, really get it going. But anywho. We're going to get into today's uh, conversation, and I titled it as follows. You left mad, and you still mad. I want to talk about this. I want to talk about the reality of what happens when a person leaves the paradigm um, that they're most familiar with, that is the church for However long that amount of time is, whether it's just a month, whether it's, you know, several months, whether it's a year or more, um, what what transpires? And uh, I want to first discuss 
or talk through it a bit here if you if you're still mad okay if you no longer in church but when you are dealing in your day-to-day life you are you know if you are real bitter you have a real pit in your stomach towards certain people um certain aggressions certain uggs or disgust um toward a collective of people maybe um let's talk about that because one of the things that i find to be what I perceive that should be that's the better way to say it what I perceive to be the reality is that some leave from church and they throw out everything connected to uh, scripture and, and these, they just throw everything out and then there are some that have built a connectivity with spirit connectivity with God connectivity um, and awareness of uh, purpose and destiny and calling through um, the teachings of uh, Yeshua, through the teachings of the Torah, through the teachings of the Gospels, through the teachings of the Epistles, okay? Their belief system is there. So when you depart, what do you do with your belief system? Do you still hold tightly? to convictions or do you completely let go of your convictions I want to talk about that because I think that it's uh, it, it speaks to one and two things were you gaining a true spiritual uh, system and relationship and awareness and connection with our heavenly father or were you simply attending a religious ceremony each week because if if you leave mad and you still mad somewhere your heart and your spirit are gonna somewhere maybe gonna want to come to some kind of resolve just for the sake of this concept that we believe in of forgiveness and releasing and letting things go now let's talk about that forgiveness um is really much more about releasing and shedding and uh not finding it necessary to see a penalty enacted at our level of recompense in order to believe that all is well, regardless. And forgiveness isn't just this idea of, oh, just let it go. I don't think that it's healthy just to tell somebody, oh, just let it go. That's not that's not something that people are always capable of doing um, with the matter at hand. But forgiveness, I believe, is very much like that first step to being able to heal um just realizing or well, this is where how i process forgiveness 
I am dealing each day with the frailty of other humans as they're dealing with my frailties. Um, And in the context of a spiritual community, I'm attempting to do this with individuals who believe that they're hearing and sensing God in their actions and their behavior. Um, So you have to balance that. You have to really make sure that you (laughs) balance and understand that. what's really going on in this. Sometimes if you don't acknowledge that part that people are perceiving this experience with God to the best of their ability, also you will not comprehend the shortcomings of people who who really do mean well and still have their shortcomings and then people who are just, you know, sinister people who don't mean well and still are just, you know, let them go too. Um, But more specifically, and bringing this back to what I really want to discuss tonight, is may it be resolved. Um, may it be resolved. And I, I would like for it to finish this way. May it be resolved that you find balance and connection for your purpose, destiny, and call. May it be resolved that you find balance of connection for your purpose, your destiny, and your call. Um, Because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, if you're called by God, if you are destined by God, if you know you have a purpose in the earth and you find that sense of purpose through you know, scripture and connection with Yeshua, then you understand that at some point we have to let it go. Die to the flesh, as we say, or die to the self and let it go. To shed it. To be able to know that I endured that, but now I need to make sense of it. And that's that's more introspective. And if if... If we don't ever become introspective in this experience, then um, then we won't do too well with processing all of this. And introspection is when you allow yourself to process from your perspective um, the events that transpired and at times even rotating the perspective and considering what other parts maybe I didn't see, didn't observe, not in the way uh, aware of or what could I have done better you know it's it's a balance of where am I in this right I think that's healthy introspection um because when the pendulum if you understand physics and pendulums and inertia when you go from being in a very like consistent connectivity to church and then you swing to something other than that, different, like just in a different direction. Uh, you got to be aware of yourself when when you start to see, wow, who who am I when it's just my own connectivity, connection, uh, conviction, uh, following, discernment? Who am I? And I hope that that's what many are trying to discover right now uh, as they're, if they've left 
from um, the space or are returning to the space, wherever you are in this conversation. Because I'm realizing that some people are enjoying this conversation that we're having just for their own thing. They're still in church, but they just are enjoying um, hearing this. But anywho, because this even applies once you're in the space, right? What do you do and not do based on when you consider time, spaces, places, and people to be deemed holy and worth impressing? That's another question for introspection. When the pendulum swings, right? Because even if it's not somebody who just all out says, I'm not going back to church. But some people have that attitude of like, I went to church today, but tomorrow's whatever, or this afternoon is this. And when I'm not around these people, when I go on my vacation or my trip, whatever. So when the pendulum swings, right? Who are you? Um, Because I really do believe that ultimately uh, congruency is what really brings us into freedom. And congruency is something that I like to believe is the actual the bedrock or the the foundation for conviction because congruency says when I am alone and I pray and spirit says to me this and I've read scripture and I feel convicted congruency says that from this point forward whether I'm alone with my closest friends my mother my father my my peers at church the school has it that's conviction. You're going to live out whatever you've experienced in such a specific way. Right? You are going to be able, because you are saying, no, I'm congruent with, I want to be congruent with what God is saying to me. Okay? So then you don't have the room to not be the same person all the time. Because your relationship is first with God, no matter where you go. So if you go into the church and people are not congruent and they're not truly free, well, it doesn't have to move me because I'm connecting to this church because Spirit said, this is where I want you to connect, right? So there's much more of a independent, interdependent, um, actualized uh, reality with self and God and Spirit uh, to be able to realize like okay what is what is God saying to me what is he saying to me right um, and that's what I hope more than anything that folks are taking the time in their wherever they are with disconnecting from the church in the way that they have or wanting to reconnect in a new way cultivate an active reality with God you have to you have to build and cultivate an active reality with God. And the beautiful thing about um, the, the you know, Christian belief system is that it's all built on words, that you don't have to really be in any specific place and time with any particular objects or items to be able to um, to connect with God. I think that that's a very beautiful um system that no matter where I am at any given moment, I have access, rightful access to um, the courts, the thrones, and uh, communication lines of the heavens. So, anywho, um, 
yeah, I, I really do believe that at the end of the day, it has to be resolved. May it be resolved that you find balance of connection for your purpose, your destiny, and your call. And there are persons who their call is directly connect. God is sending them to the church as a voice of newness, freshness, um, a voice of revelation, a voice of revolution. Um, so that's also happening. So I do believe that. And I want to say that because I'm not advocating that shut down the church and those kind of things. Um, that's never been my stance. I don't think that I don't want that to get lost even further. But um, there is this shift in culture that's happening concerning the church. But I believe that there are these persons who have disconnected for whatever reasons that are wanting to not necessarily they themselves leave, but get to the bottom of this, even for themselves. Um, but that has to you have to cultivate an active reality with God. Um, in order to make sense of it all. And when I say that, that means you have to have a trust, a communication, and you have to have truth. So trust that I I trust in my God. I believe in my God. I believe in what I believe. Now, if you don't believe in what you believe, that's your first thing. What do I believe? Um, communication, prayer, meditation, stillness, um, soaking, worship, whatever terms, words, things that you do to have connectivity with God um, from that regard. Um, you, what, How do you do that alone? Away from Sundays, away from Wednesdays. Where is that with you individually? Um, and truth, what do you believe to be true? What do you believe to be the truth? How do you substantiate, defend, and argue the truth that you believe? Are you willing to die for that truth? Uh, and that's what I pray that more and more people will come to, is getting just into the very nitty-gritty part of this, of having an access point in connection with God uh, that is able to give you direction, clarity, and a sense of purpose in this experience. And I really do believe that um, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and I think that the God of um, the Bible is a very gracious God when properly understood and a very empowering force that gives his spirit to come and dwell on the inside of you and to give you uh, creative ability and power in this dominion and domain uh, as a free gift of restoring you back to who you truly are. Um, and it guarantees eternal life and experience in the next life and that the things that you've properly established and done from a pureness of heart will uh, have subsequent building in the next dimensions for you. Something far beyond the metaverse. <laughs> but I really, in order for us to get there, we have to be willing to be investigative of Christianity. We have to be investigative of Christ, the man Jesus, uh, Yeshua, Joshua. Uh, 
you have to be willing to go do the research and find out. And why do I believe this? And then when you come to a conclusion, question that and then go further into the investigation until you until you've truly turned every angle of it. It's not done being considered um, to be argumentative even in this in this cultivation and space of uh, what what do you or what have you or certain sentiments you felt that you just don't understand maybe and or something that transpired. You need to sit somewhere with you and God and have it out. You, you think that God is going to be offended by you wanting to tussle, have a little, you know, inquisition. You think that God is sitting in the corner timidly like, oh, I don't want that human, you know, God understands you. And he hears your heart more than anything. And there, there comes a point in living in truth and communicating in your experience with God where you 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 have to uh, ask the questions and ponder deeply uh, where you know that you don't actually believe what something says or you're not experiencing it and get to the bottom of it once again and that that'll lead to something that feels maybe a bit more uh, another phase of it I believe is scientific what is actually what can I actually produce sustainably consistently from this uh, spiritual belief conviction scripture (laughs) how many times have I actually been able to see this particular scripture pull me through that should be down to a science oh I remember that time I was believing for changing my mindset in this and I just was reciting this particular scripture oh how long did you do that oh man i i worked with that scripture for probably every day for for about a, a month and I, I, every day i mean when that when that thought popped up or and i would sit intentionally for 30 minutes and just meditate and process this particular it can get down to that scientific that specific so no like no i've seen the scripture change my thinking i've seen it renew me um you might have to even dive into this historically do you know that why people are arguing with you about the use of the bible in slavery do you actually empathize and understand why that's a valid thing for them to be wondering how could you believe in that with this connected to it um do you know that the roman church capitalized in certain ways do you know the 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 truths about king james do you know these things have you actually ever gone or when people bring it up do you just tell them that's not important and yes it is it's very important it's a part of the history of the things that surround this because if you believe in christianity you believe in the systems that come along with it you have to understand what's happening um and then also something that always outweighs a lot of certain um backlash that i've heard people give to black christians for certain things is experience i have experienced things through the name and power and source that is yeshua the door that is yeshua the light the word that is yeshua 
um, through my physical being, very powerful things have happened through the functionality of the spirit that is Yeshua HaMashiach. the paracletos right so i also have that in the part of this okay god how and why have you used uh, and why do you use individuals this way and you know how do i in all of it you can never out uh you can never no matter how many times you say we got it, like, why are you using me? It doesn't change that he is. So you just come to humbly accepting it um, in many ways. So I I hope that from this conversation tonight, uh, and I wanted to keep this one as short as possible since last week's was two hours to play back. <laughs> but um, I hope that in all that has been discussed so far in this podcast that you will come to just a place of connectivity with yourself first that you understand who you are finitely your humanity who you are as a human okay Um, before there's any labels on the type of human you are just as human and then we have the adding into this of spirit and God and our ability to be transformed, renewed and changed by uh, an indwelling spirit that is freely given to those who believe in uh, the free gift, <laughs> uh, the restorative gift of being uh, indwelled once again with the same spirit that the original human race had to have dominance over the elements right freely that's a free gift i think that um, we have to be more mindful of that's what that this is really meant to be and where where everyone else has missed it as we may perceive it or where where it's not being done I just pray that more of us at the individual level will actualize walking out our path, our destiny, our purpose, our call um, for us to be loving each other, loving ourselves first, to be able to be resolved with self, to love our neighbor, to and to have connection with God, to be able to understand that if we are loved, can we love? Yes, I can love because I am loved. Because I am love. Um, yeah, when we can get down to these just basic let it goes and trust me, it takes time. When I first stopped going to church, I really just thought I was going to be an online member. And like, you know, it was just going to certain things or sentiments uh, would be different. And it wasn't. I remember watching church online and seeing the heads of certain millennials and being like, you know what? I really... I'm really realizing that I yeah I don't I don't really care for you at all, and I, I want to work on that. Um, and it's allowing to see that change. Where now, hey, how y'all doing? Wave and keep it moving, you know. But disdain and like feelings of ugh or oh, I can't stand. You you don't want to live with that. That's not that's not healthy. So. 
and you're, if you are really going somewhere in this experience, you don't want to be carrying all that with you. You want your mind free to be thinking of the best ideas, the highest ideas, the most lucrative ideas, the most generous, uh, blessed ideas, the most pure, the most uh, philanthropic, the most um, progressive, the most, you know, beautiful. You want that to be on your mind. You don't want to be living constantly with, uh, that goes so-and-so. Trust me, it's much better on this side. And it's much better just to be able to know I'm good. I don't got nothing else to say on it. I'm at peace. I'm resolved. I understand. God is amazing. He's good to me. He's good to you. Let's keep it pushing. So on that note, we're going to be shifting gears. <laughs> we're shifting gears next month for the podcast. It's going to be very unique conversation. Let's just say it that way. So I hope that y'all stay tuned, stay connected. Black Church experiences here. And, uh, We'll be back next week.